for right now, though. Mark Latham has been kind enough to join us each Friday on the program. Uh, this will be our, our final catch-up with Mark for 2021, and then we'll resume early next year. G'day, Mark. How are you, mate? Good, thanks, Marcus. Thanks for having me on the show. And My pleasure. All the best for the new year. You've done a great job this year. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Yep. Uh, well, we love it. You know, we, we, we love coming in here every morning, talking about the news and, and speaking to those who make our legislation and you know quite often we can um chat about issues that are of concern well hopefully all the time we're talking about issues of concern to many of us and education is right there at the forefront and i read this morning that millions of our taxpayer dollars are being spent to give new south wales education department bureaucrats new age lessons in quote emotional intelligence and boutique executive coaching as well as audits of their well-being i mean in the last, what, decade or so, uh, teacher numbers have risen 5.5%, but the uh, bureaucracy is top-heavy. It's increased by, well, almost half, 51%. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's amazing, isn't it? We've got a teacher shortage in New South Wales. I was just looking at an email from a teacher saying that uh, they've got crowded classrooms now because of the shortage of teachers and, and multiple years are crowded into one room. And we find out that at the education department in the bureaucracy, they've been wasting money on emotional intelligence courses. Does anyone know what emotional intelligence is? How about just intelligence? I was going to ask you what, system. What, 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 what are these emotional intelligence courses? What were they all about? I've got no idea what that could possibly mean and how you could teach that. I mean, people are either intelligent or they're not. Mm. And we want intelligence and good school results. That's what the department should focus on. But that 51% increase in corporate staff is just amazing, isn't it? I mean, it's become real top-heavy. The admin, the, the state and the regional offices now in the education department make up 6% of the staffing entitlement, and it's rising every year. So yeah. you'd think that uh, those resources should be spent on improving the pay of um, teachers to get more teachers into our classrooms and face-to-face mm. -face teaching with the children, the thing that matters. All right, um, I, I described it as a bit of a, a thought bubble gone wrong for the Prime Minister. Uh, some comments that he made, which I think were all advised on the Independent Commission Against Corruption here in New South Wales, and, of course, the endorsements of someone who still is under investigation, if you like, and she is, uh, the former Premier of New South Wales, Gladys Berejiklian. Um, I think Gladys is going to come out today and basically say, you know what, thanks, but no thanks, I'll, I'll do something else. Well, that seems logical because um, to run for Warringah against the Labor Party and the independent member there, obviously she's going to have to relive the whole Daryl Maguire business for the next six months. Uh, Gladys Berejiklian um, resigned as Premier over these corruption allegations and the ICAC inquiry, so that's no small matter. But I think for her personal life, she's got a new partner. Uh, I'm sure he doesn't want to hear about Daryl Maguire for the next six months and beyond. I think most likely Gladys wants to move on with her life. That seems to be a logical way to go. And we'll find out more when ICAC finally reports and, and, and provides a, a judgment about her evidence and her role 
in this particular scandal. So I don't think it was ever going to be feasible to run for a federal seat. No. It must be pretty desperate. Well, I just, uh, I, I, well, you're right. I mean, you've taken the word out of my mouth. Desperate comes to mind. Uh, and I don't know whether uh, Gladys would have been too impressed. Uh, I mean, obviously, she'd appreciate the support from Scott Morrison, but the pressure, if you like, uh, well, everybody apparently has joined in on it, including former Premier Mike Baird, former Prime Ministers, including... Yeah, they've all had a yeah, crack at it, but yeah. in reality... Her campaign in Warringah would have been a campaign about Daryl Maguire. That's that's obviously, and all those matters, um, all the telephone calls, the the, the money deals, the property development deals with with Chinese investors he was involved in, the the, uh, pork barrelling in the seat of Wagga, all of that would have been replayed many times over. It's fodder, fodder. Gladys, it would have been quite the nightmare. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, uh, we'll hear from the former member for Ringa, former Premier today on what she plans, and um, look, we wish her all the best. Now, uh, what do you make of this? There are amendments, apparently, from the Greens. They want to get rid of terms like pregnant person. Uh, no, what is it? Pregnant woman they want to get rid of uh, and uh, basically call it a pregnant person. Well, last time I checked, the only people or person that could become pregnant was a woman. Mark? Well, it just shows you how crazy the world of woke has become that we have to have a discussion mm-hmm. yeah. about um, can men have babies. Of course, men can't have babies. Only women can have babies. That's a basic biological fact, and the Greens might wish it was otherwise, but nothing's going to change. You can't beat nature in that regard. But uh, this legislation, when the Parliament last sat, a very important law, Zoe's law, to say that, say there's a reckless or drunk driver yeah. who who uh, causes the, the, the death of the unborn child, that um, act should be built into the criminal penalty. So a very important Absolutely. law. It's taken a decade to get it uh, on the statute books, but on the way through, the Attorney-General, Mark Speakman, put a Cabinet submission up only mentioning pregnant person, never pregnant woman. He got rolled in Cabinet, thankfully. Mm. And the um, Labor... Um, Shadow Attorney General Michael Daly, he gave a speech in Parliament on this bill where he only mentioned pregnant person, never said the words pregnant woman. So it's not just the Greens who have this belief. There's the Attorney General and the Shadow Attorney General who have gone down this path. And then in the Upper House, the Greens moved 23 amendments to try and take out pregnant woman and put in pregnant person. So it's so disrespectful, I think, to women trying to write women out of the laws of New South Wales. How is that a progressive thing to do? Well, it's just silly, and I think it's uh, it's wasting time. There are far more important... Well, when I say far more important, there are other important issues to deal with uh, at a legislative level rather than indulging in this kind of thought uh, because you're right. Um, it's a simple biological situation that, uh, you know, uh, women are those who become pregnant, and women are people, yes, absolutely. Maybe uh, we should have a rule. You can only move these amendments once we find a man who's had a baby, so... I'll be waiting a long while. They wouldn't want to hold their breath. All right. What are you making of what's happening with uh, with China? Uh, it's a sort of boycott. I don't think it makes too much of a difference considering, well, apparently, um, government's uh, representatives weren't invited to Beijing anyway. Well, I think most people would um, welcome the fact that our diplomats and government ministers won't be going there for a, a junket hangers-on. The Olympics should be about the athletes and their support yeah. staff. Of course, though, I don't think it makes a lot of difference that the so-called diplomatic 
boycott of the Winter Olympics in China. Um, look, the reality is that there's a, you know, some evidence and a very, very severe allegation of genocide against the Chinese government with the Uyghur, with the Uyghur Muslim yes. population. Now, if that's, if that's the case, wouldn't you think the United Nations by now would have stepped in and they'd be talking about trade and other sanctions on, on China? I mean, there's nothing worse in human history than genocide. And um, it seems to me to be a lot more important than a few diplomats and government ministers not going to the Winter Olympics. Yeah, no, absolutely. All right, Mark, I'll leave it there for today and for 2021. Thank you very much for being a part of the program uh, during this year. Oh, it's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me and, and to you and, and your staff there who are great. And the listeners, all the best for Christmas and the New Year. We've all deserved a good break. I think so. We'll talk to you in 2022. Thank you, mate.